Okay, hello everyone. Welcome to this week's Retro Wrestling Review. It's your buddy and your pal, Ouch. Ah, the early morning where a certain kind of craziness comes out just because you don't have the energy to put forth the effort. Uh, Before we get into this week's pay-per-view, I did say I had a story last week, so... Along with on the network, along with all the pay-per-views, they've been adding a lot of the weekly shows, like WCW Nitro. They said they're adding ECW stuff, but they're getting there, but it's a long process, apparently. So with that, I was able to pinpoint the episode of the first episode of Monday Nitro that I watched. And I only know it because they had this segment where Macho Man was interviewing a race car driver, so I was able to find that, but... I watched the show. The only thing is there wasn't there weren't any luchadors. And if I was let me see here, ninety-six I was barely ten at the time. So I only saw the first hour, because you know, bedtimes. So my question to you is this. I only saw one thing that may have kept me. So my question is this Am I a wrestling fan? Solely because of Glacier. He had a segment on there, and it took... Looking back on it, it took forever, because he gets the, he gets the fancy lights, the Mortal Kombat music, the whole deal. But then he's in the ring, he does, you know, karate exhibition, I guess, in the middle of the ring. Bows, the match, you know. You know, it's barely wrestling, it's mostly striking. But I mean, that it is entirely possible I like wrestling solely because of Glacier. How, how come no one says Glacier when they say, who do you think is the best of all time? So, uh, maybe that's why my view is so skewed. I am apparently an entertainment side kind of guy. Anyways, this week's show... WCW Spring Stampede should be Stampede, but I've forgotten E on my notes. Spring Stampede 1999. Uh, A, it's a packed building. I mean, 1999 is pretty much still the middle of the boom, so, and, and everyone is hyped, bro, so it's pretty amazing to see still. Opening match, uh, Blitzkrieg going, against, going up against Juventud Guerrera. It's already weird. Like, the entire announce team completely just destroys Thunder. I mean, I don't care what anyone says. That is the footage I want to see next. Because there has to be something on there that is at least halfway entertaining. A match, your cruiserweight match, pretty decent. One thing that's bothering me, Hooventude is wearing this giant big cross necklace. And it looks like if someone botches a move, an arrow is going to get chunked into someone's eye or someone's chest. It's like... And it's not a choker, either. It is all the way down in between his pecs. So, I mean, you think that's just like, I have a death wish. I know, I'll be a high flyer while wearing a giant silver stake on my chest. Jeez. Juventud Guerrera, Vampire Hunter. 
Although vampires don't use wooden stakes, not silver stakes, but whatever. Okay, match. A few botches and a little bit of high high risk sloppiness as pushes it down. Uh, Hooventude wins with a top rope Hoovy driver, which is how you just have a get a finish. You just put your name in front of driver and you're there. So decent opener. Uh, Hack, aka ECW Sandman, with Chastity, aka Ch- Chastity. Going up against Bam Bam Bigelow, and it just kind of becomes a weapons match. It's not announced as such, but it is. Quote from Tony Schiavone. Will the winner of this match prove anything at all? Thanks, Tony. They're just doing this for the hell of it now. You might as well have just said, you know, we're not worried about this match. It doesn't mean too much. If you want to grab a snack, go ahead and go for it. Way to promote your product there. Hardcore matches in ECW are a strange sight. You have your table, there's a tables, there's a ladder, there's a barricade. You have your yearly sta- uh, stagecoach spot from the set by Hack. But the announcers are treating it like a lark? Like a trash can lid. Why not? Womp, 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 womp. Like, it's like they're watching a Marx Brothers film. They just think it's ridiculous. It's very, very strange. Like, hardcore was never treated that serious until, you know, Terry Funk got kicked by a horse. Which has nothing to do with this show, but... Scotty Riggs going up against a Mikey Whipwreck. Oh, wait a minute, hold on. Forgot to tell you the end winner. Uh, Bam Bam Bigelow over with a greetings from Asbury Park through a table. There we go. Edit clip. Uh, Scotty Riggs going up against Mikey Whipwreck. Wow, this made the pay-per-view. Talk about... This is this is a better lottery than the Powerball, jeez. Riggs is doing, you know, an egotistical gimmick and Whipwreck is his bland self. I'm going to have to argue with Paul Heyman about the star potential in Mikey Whipwreck. Uh, Riggs over with a running forearm. Yes, really. A running forearm. That should tell you about as much as how exciting the match was as well. Conan going up against the Disco Inferno. You know, I never understood why people crapped on the NWO Wolfpack. And then this match showed that Disco Inferno was a member, and now I understand why. Um, It's a good match. Disco showing a lot of heart, more than what you would expect for someone who seemingly was stuck with, like, a jobber gimmick. But, I mean, it was pretty damn good. Conan over using Disco's own move, which is basically a stunner, so... Good match. Took a little bit, but, I mean, it showed Disco... Trying to get put over, so... I don't know if anyone bought it, but that's what happened. Billy Kidman against Rey Mysterio Jr. Again, another barn burner of a cruiserweight match. A hair bit long, a little bit. Uh, Rey Mysterio over with a top rope Hurricane Rana. I mean, it's good, but damn, did it take a long time to get there. 
the four horsemen of Chris Benoit and Dean Malenko going up against Raven and Saturn. This match, I don't have any idea who won, because I fell asleep, and there's no marker on the timeline because of a certain someone. So we'll come back to that one. U.S. title match, Booker T going up against Scott Steiner. Another Shivani quote, Scott Steiner is showing which fans have had a lobotomy. Talk about blaming the victim because you're the guy who works for you can't control himself. Like Scott Steiner is getting lots of heat with the ringside fans and then gets bleeped on pay-per-view. I mean, that has to be weird bragging rights, right? It's like getting beeped on Howard Stern when he was on terrestrial radio, I should say. I mean, you don't get bleeped on satellite. I mean, you know, you can, as the great Mitch Hedberg would said, you can swear on XM radio, sure, and you can swear in the woods too. No one's going to hear it. So, uh, a match, it's okay. It's a bit of a trek through. A lot of power moves from Steiner, but that's about it. Uh, rough bumps near the end. Scott Steiner over with a foreign object shot. And it's not even that good of a foreign object. It's like a thing wrapped in so much tape you can't tell what it is. So talk about giving like no credit even for the foreign object. It cut like it could have just been like a plastic spoon from catering wrapped up a lot. That's that's basically what it was. Kevin Nash against Goldberg. Meh. Like, the very, very minimum of a match. Like, barely anything. Like, Kevin Nash is in control, but it's, like, nothing very convincing. Although, Kevin Nash did do a leapfrog. Like, that's about the most impressive thing in the entire match. Uh, Goldberg with the Spear-Jackhammer combo is over. Again, that was... As mentioned in some shoot interview I saw, Kevin Nash basically said with Goldberg, you know, they asked, they ha- they wanted us to do 20, and it was a struggle to get to 12 on house shows. So, I could blame both of them for that. Maybe just a little. I don't know. I'm just a jerk with a podcast on wrestling. Uh, the world title match, four corners... Rick Champion Ric Flair going against Sting versus Hollywood Hogan versus DDP and the special referee, the Macho Man. This was the weird, certainly feels like midlife crisis for Macho Man. He's no like fluorescent colors or crazy costumes. It's like him, he's got like a little like the skull bandana leather things on and he's wearing that weird mesh see-through tank top with just the word macho on it. And then I think he had, like, I think leather pants on or something. It is, you certainly just go, oh, you're, you're taking the macho part a little too seriously, I see. Basically, mess of a match. It's for, it's tornado rules, so everything's happening at once. Nothing's, no real story, it's just moves being done. Hogan gets an injury angle. Now, the weird thing is, people thought it was serious, but as it turns out, it wasn't. But he would injure his leg and get it scoped later on in the week or over time or something. Then it's just between Flair, Sting, and DDP. 
there's a bizarre turn by Macho Man. He hits the big elbow on Flair. But then, you know, DDP hits his own diamond cutter on Flair and gets the three count. DDP is your new world champion. Although it doesn't really matter because it's a mess of a match and no one was really... There was no story, so you can't really pop when it's just, you know, moves the entire time. And that's the show. Overall, um, hmm. I mean, I don't know. It's This one is hard to grade on as a whole. Your cruiserweight stuff was fun. The weapon match was okay, just for garbage sake. You know what? I don't know. This one... Kinda reads, you don't need to worry about it. Like, the cruiserweight stuff was fun, and the weapons match, but that was about it. Everything else seemingly was a struggle to get through. Okay, I guess that's it for this week. Next show, for me, we'll probably be looking at a recent recap, because I know, because today is the Royal Rumble tonight, and I will be watching that. But that will be next time's show. Until then, follow me on the Twitter at Just Ouch, capital J-U-S-T, capital A-E-W-C-H. And then check out the Facebook page, Ouch's Retro Wrestling Review. Give that a like. I'll post the shows there. Or just repost the Giant Media Balls photo, because that's a little bit better than anything I do. Speaking of which, check out the giantmediaball.com. There's no the on that one. I put that in just to describe it. So giantmediaball.com. That's the show, that's the site you go to. Until next week, this was your buddy and your pal Ouch. We will see talk to you next time. Goodbye.